Welcome to Mark Mar Show, where myself and other industry leaders who I talk to to help you take your business to the next level. In the show, you're going to find a lot of helpful tips and tricks that you can utilize in your business. That way you can take it to the next level. So without any further ado, let's get right to it where I'm going to be sharing a lot of valuable information with you. Hello everybody, welcome to this podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be introducing and interviewing my my closest friend. His name is Marion. He is a amazing, amazing person who has earned uh, from one of his business $2 million in sales. And he's going to be sharing with you how you can inquire high-end clients for your business that are going to pay you top dollars for your product and services so in this show um he's going to be sharing exact blueprint how do you go about inquiring people who are really in need for your product and services that are they're going to love working with you and you're going to love working with them so without any further ado let's get right to the show i am 100% 100% sure you're going to love this show because when I was doing the show and interviewing him, I had a blast and I had like four or five pages worth of notes. So if you're listening to it and if you're driving or you're on the run, make sure you listen to it again later on when you write down exact step that he's going to share with you. So without any further ado, here is Marian. Hello, everybody. So this is Mark Kumar and I have an amazing another interviewer who is going to help you out with client acquisition. How do you go about getting new clients? So go ahead, introduce yourself a little bit and tell me. Sure. So, uh, yeah, first of all, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Um, of course, it'll depend a little bit. Like my, my passion and my specialty, uh, sort of say, is uh, client acquisition. So now... Uh, I mainly work with coaches, uh, online creators, uh, people that want to build a presence online, become omnipresent, and automate their sales process, right? So going from the one-on-one coaching to automate it in a way that the sales can happen on the back end and, and, uh, and still produce income while they can spend their time, you know, doing the things that they love. Um, on the other side, a couple of years ago, when I first got started in, in this entrepreneurial world, I actually started offline. So uh, my, first, uh, my first business was a, was a brick and mortar uh, furniture transportation company. So I had that for like two years before I started to actually work with other local businesses. So I grew that company to... Um, close to 2.3 to 2.4 million dollars a year in sales and then you know organically some people started to ask me some questions uh, things like you know what would the the lead generation strategies that I was using uh, how we were converting the sales what kind of uh, ads we were running and all kinds of things like that so I started to consult with local businesses at first and then slowly transition into the um, online world with more, you know, online creators, coaches, consultants, people that want to uh, kind of put their business on autopilot. Um, so to answer your question, like what's, you know, what's my favorite strategy is ideally you always want to, you never want to start reinventing the wheel. You always want to 
look for the people that are doing it already, and then replicate what they're doing, right? So you want to basically identify five to 10 competitors. And I want to pause here for a second because a lot of people uh, may say like, I don't have any competitors. And that's just the wrong, mi- the wrong mindset. It's impossible for you not to have competitors unless you have a really, you know, really high budget. Like you have money to just burn and try to just test new ideas. When you know your competition, you can identify the things that they are doing and they're already producing results. Therefore, you can replicate in your own way with your own storytelling techniques, with your own products, improving the offers. But essentially, you want to identify five to 10 biggest competitors, identifying their YouTube channels, and then identify their Facebook pages. And a couple of tools that you can use, uh, I mean, they're not necessarily tools. You can just go to facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library and type the actual name of the competitor and you can identify all their ads. Like Facebook now shows you pretty much everything that uh, they, like pretty much every ad that a person or a page actually, a business page is running, they show that to you, right? Like it's almost, it's open to the public. Uh, and if, if that would have not been possible, you could use a tool like Turbo Ad Finder and you can just put your profile on, uh, on steroids, sort of say, and identify all the ads that are targeting you. So once you know what, what your competitors are, are doing and are saying, then of course you can just replicate that and do it for your own business and try to replicate. And of course, I'm not saying to replicate in a way that you should copy them. You should hack them. So if you know that your competitors are selling courses that are $1,000, well, what you can do to improve the offer, even if you're selling at the same $1,000 price point, what can you add to the table that they don't? Maybe at first, if you, if you don't have um, any um, experience or any audience, maybe you add some one-on-one conversation with people because most likely the influencers that you're targeting or you're trying to uh, hack, they might not add uh, one-on-one conversations. So that's, you know, that's your um, advantage, sort of say. Uh, on top of that, you can see what they actually say on their webinars, what they say on their um, on their videos, on their ads, uh, what type of funnels they have. If it's a webinar funnel, if it's a lead magnet, whatever it is, you can identify that. And because you can do that, it becomes so much easier. But it all starts with the competitor. Now, that's from uh, more from a sales perspective meaning that you can see exactly what they're trying to sell. And then you go to their YouTube channel to the same person uh, and identify what they want to be known for. So if you go to, let's assume, Lewis Howe's channel, you can see that he has interviews with Tony Robbins, uh, Brendan Bouchard, like a lot of uh, high-level influencers. So if he's doing uh, interviews Now, at first, you may not be able to interview the same people that he does, but you can start with people that are closer to your level and start interviewing them. The moment, uh, you know, if you want to replicate the same type of strategies that that person uh, is doing. So um, the next step would be for you to actually start applying these things, right? So I always recommend people do uh, to have their own 
platform, meaning to start not necessarily a Q&A show, but to start something that allows them to produce some sort of content at least once per week uh, on an organic standpoint, meaning it can be put on your YouTube channel or it can be your, your podcast if you just decide to do audio, uh, whatever you want to do to be known for. Because what people like nowadays, we are inundated by ads. So what a lot of people would do when they see an ad from somebody, if it's interesting enough and if the copy is good enough and if the person actually ends up watching one of your webinars or something like that, a lot of people will start Google you and a lot of people will start trying to understand what are you about. Like they're start to look for different um, ways to, to see if you're legit. So, you know, if you produce organic content interviewing, you know, a, a, an entrepreneur, a high level influencer that it's within your space, you use what I like to call audience inception, meaning you give the people that are watching those videos the idea that, okay, if you associate yourself with other people that you interview, all of a sudden you gain more credibility. You gain, you gain almost like a, you know, a more authoritative status in your space. You may be a beginner, but once you start associating yourself with other people that are in the same industry, things become a little bit easier. Uh, now, I don't want to go into advanced stuff, at least not at this point, but that's kind of my, uh, my, my strategy with every client or every person that we work with. I am <laughs> speechless because it's like, wow, that's like a whole blueprint right there. You could just take that and run with it. You can make a pretty fair amount of money. Wow. First of all, thank you so much for all that great insight and the tools to share. I, wow. That's amazing. And sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just sitting here like taking notes, like, wow, I'm sure people who are listening to this, they were like, this is pretty helpful stuff. So let me ask you this. Let's just say if we, Let's just say me, right? I come to you. Hey, I have, let's just take two examples. One is the online world. And then I have another one that's the physical world, which is like the, where you actually have a store. So if I have a photography studio, how, what kind of a recommendation can you give me to acquire a new customer? What, what should I do from your point of view? Sure. So um, let's back it up. What type of photographies are you usually doing? Are they weddings? Are you doing mostly headshots? Like what, let's, what's let's let's do wedding photography. Wedding photography. Okay. Yep. So for wedding photography, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, I was just talking today with a friend of mine that's um, that's doing the same exact thing here in Boston, and uh, he's been crushing it lately. So if it's just wedding. Um, you have to, you know, of course, understand like what's the seasonality behind that, right? Because it's the wedding season when all the people will actually, you know, really try to, uh, you know, squeeze the dates and make sure that, you know, they have uh, their dates booked in advance and, and other things like that. So how do you actually reach out to those people? So there are a couple of ways. Um, and of course it all depends for how long you've been doing it, like how quickly you need to, to book a couple more weddings and things like that. And 
Yes, from a brand standpoint, like if you actually want to do this long term for the next, let's say, five years or something like that, of course, being able to uh, put your content and your offer in front of somebody when they're actually having the intent to search for a wedding photographer, it's the best way that you could uh, do. So, for example, let's talk about YouTube. Um, on YouTube, you can run advertisements, like you can do YouTube ads for what people are searching on Google. So, of course, the first thing that comes to mind uh, when you say, all right, I'm a, I'm a wedding photographer, well, most likely when, uh, when, and I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, your ideal client are what? Woman between, what, what's the typical I would say between 25 to 35. 25 she, to 35, okay. Yeah, and she makes um, about like, let's just say $60,000. Got it, okay. So 25 to 35. So when that person, and have you noticed like what's, what's the typical timeline? Like they usually start searching for a photographer like what, six months, a year in advance? I would say between eight months to one year. Eight months to one year, okay. So what's really important to understand is when that person is searching for a wedding photographer eight months to a year in advance you have to reverse engineer like what exactly is she searching for she's not searching yet to book the photographer she's just searching for solutions so you can uh, again do your due diligence and, and start researching you can use a tool like keywords everywhere and it's a Google Chrome tool. Uh, you can install it. The, the tool itself, it's free. You have to pay for the credits. Uh, I think it's uh, anywhere from two bucks to like 10 bucks per month. And it gives you the volume of searches in Google and also uh, on YouTube. So you start typing a lot of uh, keywords related to wedding photography. So you're gonna start putting you know, wedding uh, photographer in New York, because you are in a local, uh, in a local uh, space in New York. Right. Um, then you see how many, how many people are actually, not how many people, how many searches per month and per year that term gets. So wedding photographer in New York, let's assume he gets, I don't know, two, 3,000, probably more than that, uh, three, four, 5,000 searches a month around keywords uh, like, you know, wedding photography or, uh, how to hire a wedding photographer or wedding photography tips or whatever, right? So you have to make a, a pretty decent list and kind of put together different groups of keywords. So somebody that's searching for a wedding photographer, well, that one is more of a direct message. So if somebody's actually searching for a wedding photographer, you can actually create a video with five mistakes to avoid when you're hiring a wedding photographer and you need to give some really great value uh, and in that video you actually talk about the five biggest mistakes that you know a couple can avoid when they try to hire a wedding photographer so by doing that what you actually do is you educate the consumer before you ask for an appointment so you don't just put an ad on on Google for them to call you because they basically have no 
you know, they have no idea who you are, what you do. But if you put together a, 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 you know, a wedding photography tips video of let's say five to 10 minutes, and if that person is searching for wedding photography or wedding photographer in New York, and you educate them for like five minutes, and then at the end of those five minutes, you can say something. And by the way, guys, if you like this video, feel free to book a call, click the link below, and I'm happy to talk to you free of charge just to explain the process of uh, making sure that you have you know, a great uh, wedding photography experience, right? So right. At, that pers- at that time, that person is already indoctrinated in a good way, of course, because you educated them, right? Like it's not, you, you, you just, you, you did something, you brought value to them instead of just asking for something, right? Like what most people do is they'll just put a Google ad uh, and whatever the search, but that's, you know, it becomes more and more expensive. So what you can do next is if they, and of course, I, I'd probably go a little too advanced on this, but bear with me because I think this is valuable. Right. You can then create different targeting methods and different targeting um, strategies from if a person watched the entire video, if a person watched only 50% of the video, if the person actually clicked on your application page but they didn't book a call, or if they, uh, they scheduled a call or they booked an appointment and a couple of days before the appointment, you also do some, some testimonial videos from other people that you've worked with, uh, you know, considering that you have, if you haven't done any work before, you may need to do some work for free, at least to get one or two testimonials, um, video testimonials I'm talking about. Right. So here is a quick word from our sponsor for this particular podcast. Hey there, how are you doing today? I just want to give you an opportunity to see if your business and services can help our listener who are entrepreneur and small business owners who are looking to find ways or product or services which will help them streamline their business by saving them time, money, and more importantly, be more profitable. If that's something your business can offer to our listeners, you definitely get back to me or get in touch with me where I will share with you how you can sponsor the show. You can go to this URL, which is markkumar.com dot com forward slash contact there just fill out a little bit of information about yourself and your business and we'll see if you and i are a perfect fit for this podcast if you we are a good connect then you could definitely sponsor this and i hope to talk to you soon take care all right i want to share something really amazing with you if you have been thinking about getting into podcasts you should definitely take the plunge and go for it and if you have been podcasting for a while and your hosting company is giving you a hard time because every time you put out a podcast and you get popular a lot of people listen to it a lot of people want to download it your hosting company tells you hey you need to upgrade to a next available plan in which you have to put out more money out of your pocket and if you're ready to ditch your current hosting company you should definitely check out simple podcast cloud and the reason why you should check out Simple Podcast Cloud is because they offer everything unlimited. You get unlimited shows. You get unlimited episodes. You get unlimited bandwidth. You get unlimited storage. Everything that you want, they have. And I promise you, once you start using them, you're going to be like so glad 
that you have made the switch. You definitely check them out. Once again, the company name is simplepodcastcloud.com. Now back to your podcast. You need to put, you know, a couple pieces of uh, valuable video content based on what people are searching for. Now, this is more of a direct approach, right? So, and all these ads that I'm talking about, I'm talking about YouTube. So you would actually target people that are searching for this. And the reason that this is so important is you can go really specific because you are in a local space, like you are just in New York, right? right? Like you can even go, all right, if I want to target just weddings in Manhattan, well, on the targeting, you just say people that are searching for wedding photographers in New York, they are located or they live in Manhattan. So you can actually do that on YouTube, right? Um, so you run this ad, right? The next thing that you would do is you pretty much now, everybody that has watched that video, or at least let's say if it's a five minute video, they watched half of it or you know, 15% of it. You can now keep showing them different ads with different valuable content. So, you know, you can have interviews with one of the most beautiful venues in New York. Like you can go and do, uh, again, not vlogs, but educational videos about different venues and you interview the, the owners of it. So, you know, you do, you know, the five best venues to have a wedding in New York. So then you go and shoot. And again, yes, it takes time. Yes, it's a lot of work involved. But guess what? You do it once. And I can guarantee you that what I'm telling you now, that's not a single photographer in New York that's actually doing all this. So you can see why the people that will be targeted or would be targeted with something like this, they'll get tremendous value from your work and they'll understand like, oh my God, like this guy literally gave me anything that I need before I decided to, like they probably wouldn't even have a lot more questions to ask after that. Then you describe, you know, a third video in this almost like a video funnel would be um, how to get the best photos during your wedding or what are the best moments not to miss, you know, whatever. Like if, it, if you're following the bride in the morning, if you are um, going with them at the church or whatever, right? So um, you basically presenting this almost like a journey for them from the time that they start to ask these questions all the way to the most beautiful moment in somebody's life. And, and you position that as a story. Um, and then at the end of every video, you just invite them to talk to you. You never sell them anything. The sale happens in person. The conversation that you have with them over the phone is just answered a couple more questions. Uh, but then because they keep seeing you, everywhere. And again, all these videos that I'm talking about, yes, they start on YouTube. They start the targeting on YouTube because the intent is so much more powerful because it's search. But then you can retarget them on Facebook. You can retarget them on Instagram. You can uh, do all kinds of things like that. So, you know, if you want to talk about doing this for the next five years, yes, you can start um, your own podcast where you interview Number one, the biggest venue owners in New York, you know, the biggest, uh, or not necessarily the biggest, but the most beautiful ones. You have to know your target market. Like if you target, you know, 25 to 35 years old woman, 
okay, so what, what's the average amount of people that they would have as guests at their wedding? If it's 50 to 60, then don't interview venues that can hold 2,000 people, right? You, you get the point in here. Right, right, right. Specific to uh, who's your ideal target market. So interview uh, restaurants, interview pretty much the event planner, right? Like everybody that's involved, the makeup artist, the lash artist, um, you interview, like again, you use audience inception. You interview everybody that would have a contact with the bride because, you know, let's be honest, at the end of the day, the woman would make the decision on right, absolutely. spend money on for the wedding. It's not the husband. Right. Most of the time, you know, 99% of the time. Um, so you want to, you know, you want to interview and, and, and position yourself as the expert by talking to every person possible that the bride would have a conversation with before the wedding happens. Does that make sense? That makes absolute perfect sense. Yes. So yeah, from there, of course we can deviate and go to like deeper um, tactical stuff on like, you know, what's the follow-up sequence or like, should you call them or not call them if they don't book a call, but you still get their phone numbers or, or things like that. So yes, um, you can also do some um, kind of relationship, build relationship on uh, Instagram and LinkedIn with the biggest, uh, again, with the venue owners, uh, with the restaurant owners, with lash artists, with makeup artists, like you can physically go on Instagram, uh, but we can talk about it in detail. Uh, but did that answer your question? Yes, absolutely. That That's a great insight and a perfect blueprint for people who actually run a photography business or any other physical business where they have to serve in terms of service-wise and or stuff like that. So on, yeah. the, on the other side, let's just say if somebody has a digital product that they want to sell, like for example, uh, I have a Photoshop or let's just pick up another industry. Let's just say I have a course on how to run Facebook ads. For example, that's all digital product. How do I go about getting the clients for that particular digital course? So let me make sure I understand. Would this be a, a, a course on how to run Facebook ads? Yes. Um, well, <laughs> if the course itself, it's how to run Facebook ads, the person that's running the course, the uh -huh. person that's selling the course, should know how to run Facebook ads for that course, right? Like on Facebook. Right. <laughs> but right. like from a, from a more tactical standpoint, essentially you do the same thing. Who's running Facebook ads courses? Well, Dan Henry has one. Uh, right. Kevin David has one. Billy Jean has one. Cool. Let's go on Facebook. Let's identify what type of ads they're running. Like go to facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library. Mm -hmm. Go to their pages identify exactly what type of ads they run to get clients for those courses. Uh, but I strongly, I strongly advise against a course so broad. I don't think at this point in time, I mean, anything is possible, but right. I don't think at this point in time, it would be an easy sell with like how saturated the, the market is. Now, if you go with Facebook ads for photographers, that's okay. a whole different story because now you can really go specific to photography, uh, 
businesses, right? Like actually photographers that are trying to grow their business, but they don't know how to use Facebook ads. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's go on that avenue then. Let's say, let's just say people who are photographers and they want to increase the business online now. Yeah. So uh, I was just talking to my friend today about this. Um, and I, and I told him like, cause he's like crushing it. He's getting a lot of like weddings. He's being flown to, uh, Hawaii and Dominican Republic to shoot, you know, weddings. So he's killing it in the space. Oh, uh, wow. but I t- and I told him, look, dude, like you should put together, like, I, I guarantee you that, you know, people that are just starting out like to be wedding photographers, they would right. love to know how are you booking this high end weddings to that, you know, flew you to Hawaii and they flew you to uh, Bahamas and Dominican Republic to just shoot their wedding. And you get to spend, you know, a week over there and they pay for your flight and they pay for your stay there and you get paid, you know, five to 10 K to shoot this wedding. Like I'm sure a lot of people want to know how you, how you do that. So might as well, you can put together a course or more of a mentorship type of program where you work with other uh, photographers to help them implement what you're doing. So essentially, I mean, it's the same exact process. Let's identify who's doing it. Let's go on their Facebook pages, identify the ads that they're running, and then replicate what they do. Uh, From a more tactical standpoint, again, go to YouTube, use keywords everywhere as an app uh, to identify as a tool, not necessarily as an app, uh, because it's just a web browser identify the the people and the volume of searches around how to grow my wedding photography business, wedding photography business growth strategies, how to make more money as a wedding photographer, Um, wedding photographer struggling, Uh, maybe struggling is not that not a good, you know, if he's struggling, he probably not challenging probably. Not even that, because then you try, then you you more. Uh, that's a good. It's a good question there, because you you actually target the people that are really struggling with. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that you don't want to help. You can still help them, but they probably don't have the. If they actually, you know, typing struggling wedding photographer, uh, how to go, how to get more business or something like that. It means that you know probably they're not making the income that you want them to spend with you so you can right. teach them how to get more business you know what i mean right, so right. Uh, you don't want to target necessarily the more negative part of it however you can put a video in front of them as well but uh the bottom line is this um every business on earth has a keyword phrase that can be searchable on youtube so with that you can actually uh create an ad create a video and put it in front of people that are searching it. Um, and, and by doing that, you start the conversation there. Well, conversation more of a uh, kind of like a digital conversation, right? Cause it's just, they see a video and then right. you get to a page. So what do you sell them? Well, it's a course on how to help your, how to help uh, wedding photographers grow their business. All right, cool. So what's the sales process? Well, if the offer is, let's say, 500 bucks, well, most likely you're going to use a webinar. So you create a video, the five tips or the five things that you can do right now uh, as a wedding photographer to start landing high-paying uh, jobs. All right, cool. So you talk about those five. You give honest five things or five tips that a person can do. And then at the end of those five tips, you'd say, and by the way, I put together this uh, in-depth training. It's just half an hour or 40 minutes. Uh, and you can click below to register. It's completely free. 
um, click the link below. So they watch the webinar. At the end of the webinar, of course, you would you would pitch your program. Can I just ask you one quick question? Yeah. It's a great tip on initially getting them to watch your videos and then they go register for your webinar. From a photography standpoint of view, what do you tell them in the webinar? So they were like, oh, I want to hire Mark or I want to get his course. Like, can you talk about that a little? So if you gave them five uh, tips, so number one, you have to be, of course, you have to be, you have to have the knowledge and have the expertise to put at first, you don't want to complicate necessarily the things with have, you know, the, the, the well-known uh, perfect webinar template from, from right. Russell Brunson. Um, so you can have that from the get go as well. You can go online, search for it. And, and, and I think it's, I don't know, 20 bucks or something like that. Okay. And you put the slides together, but you want to build authority first. Like you want to show proof that you've done it before. Like you can sell, a Facebook ads course for photographers if you have not done it before, right? So if you're not using Facebook ads for your photography business, I would not recommend you trying to sell because uh, those two don't connect. Like you have to show right. proof that you've done it before so people can actually trust you. Like the more case studies you have, the better. The more testimonials you have, the better. It's, it's, not, necessar- it's not a tactical as much as uh, as much as you think, it's not a tactical thing. As long as you can show people that you've been where they are right now, so you have to show them that you were ordinary, meaning you've started at some point from zero, from scratch. Right, right. You were able to do what you teach them to do right now um, by actually showing them. So you know, you actually demonstrate them. You show them a couple screenshots with a couple ads that just blew away the ROI and you, let's say you spend a thousand dollars on Facebook and you got back $6,000 in profit. Well, or 5,000 or 3,000, whatever. Um, so you have to show proof on whatever the tactic that you try to teach people, show it on the webinar, show proof, explain people, um, the, um, the strategies that you that you just talked in the, in the video to attract them to watch the webinar and in the webinar, go more in depth. So if you talked about the five tips, well, in the, uh, in the webinar, you, ju- you can just take three of those five and go more in depth about it. Um, but you have to show proof case studies. Um, if you have already the expertise or you have the podcast that you associate, like you can use that as a case study. Uh, if you have endorsements from other uh, influencers, you can use those as authority. Um, but at the end of the day, people care about results. So if you've had results that other people want to have, well, then you can sell a course. If you don't have the result, first work on getting the result and then sell a course or sell a mentor, uh, mentorship program. And at first, I, even though I said, okay, you can do a webinar and then sell at the end, I highly suggest at first that you actually don't sell and you just do appointments, like book an appointment at the end of the call at the end of the webinar and answer people's questions. Like a lot of people have questions that at the end of the webinar, they most likely can't answer because it's an auto webinar. So there's no real interaction. So having the chance to talk to them over the phone, it's, it's powerful because you'll understand what people are struggling with. You may think that you want to sell a Facebook ads course for photographers, but people may want to buy 
more sales. So if they want, you know what I mean? So they, right, right. Most, most photographers will just want more weddings. They don't actually care the fact that they use Facebook ads or YouTube ads or Google or blog articles or whatever the situation may be. That's just the vehicle. People buy the result. They want more business because of what? Like some people will say, oh no, I just want, I don't know. I just want, some people want just a, a, a wedding per month so they can quit their job. If they can get $5,000 for that wedding or three or four, 10, whatever the situation may be. So that's why phone calls are important because you can hear the things that people are struggling with instead of trying to sell them something that you don't even know if it's actually sellable. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for explaining it so well. But sure, and, sec- and second of all, if people want to know more about you, where can they go find out more information about you? Or if they want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Sure. So um, number one, whatever the platform that they're listening to this podcast episode right now, they can just go to the search tab and search for high-end client acquisition. So that's, my, that's the name of my podcast, uh, and I give away a lot of tactics and strategies over there. On top of that, I interview a lot of uh, marketers and influencers in my space where they talk about different uh, strategies to grow uh, your YouTube presence, your Instagram presence, um, how to get more um, sales in general, improve their sales funnels and things like that. So again, my podcast is high-end client acquisition, or they can just type my name, Marion Viasano. And if they actually want a complete blueprint of what I just shared, they can go to highendclientacquisition.com. I know it's a pretty lengthy uh, URL, but I'm assuming they'll be able to find it in the show notes as well. Right. So these two things, these two places are the best um, ways to get in touch. I'm also on Instagram. It's just my name, uh, but I'm assuming they'll be able to um, find it in the show notes. So again, it's high in client acquisition as my podcast right here on the same platform that they're listening, or uh, they can go to highinclientacquisition.com and download a free PDF uh, with some couple of video trainings. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marianne. I really appreciate it. And I know everyone who's going to be listening to it, they're going to appreciate this in-depth knowledge and actually step-by-step a blueprint that they can actually follow and get results. Once again, thank you so much for being here, helping us out, and appreciate that. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. All right.